Hello. I know. I know. I know. We owe you guys big time. Let me tell you what happened with me and Tony the Fantasy Sage over here. We had all intentions of recording a Friday and or Saturday show before Thanksgiving or after Thanksgiving, before Sunday football. And there's a lot of visitors. Yeah, just in family was in town. We didn't get the once we didn't get the opportunity to show prep on Friday because usually it's like oh I'm at my computer for a couple hours a day show prepping once that didn't happen then it was like Saturday rolled around and then it was like ah now in my defense I said we should do a quick show and it was decided that we are not going to do a quick show um, she doesn't get to make that defense <laughs> why not. Because you you didn't suggest that. That never happened. Yes, I did. I, okay. We're not going to do this on the podcast, but trust me, I did. Whatever. Anywho, so we're back. We're ready. And um, let's talk about what happened with these Thanksgiving games and these Sunday games. First of all, I thought last Sunday was injury apocalypse. But we have a lot of injuries to discuss this week. A lot. Um, all I'm going to say is the best fight ever. A better fight than when um, Crabtree's chain got snatched. It wasn't even that good. Let me tell you why it was good. Because it starts with Dante Moncrief catching a touchdown in the end zone. And then, like, you know how the defender tries to act like they have it, and then they're, like, tussling, and then the whistle blows, and then it's like, oh, yeah, that was a touchdown. So all of that happened, and then a huge fight broke out. People were hemmed up against the edge of the... You always know something's going on when you still hear whistles blowing. Play's over, and then all of a sudden you hear the frantic... I call them fight whistles. The referee (laughs) whistles going crazy. You know something is up. And all I saw was somebody in a headlock with their helmet off. Fortnite's helmet came off. That's the worst thing. You don't want your helmet. Dante Moncrief is still on the ground... They're still Wrestling fighting over for the ball. ball. It was just a lot. It was a whole lot. It was a lot. So now... Leonard Fournette suspended for a game. He appealed today. Like, what is he appeal appealing? Got to, yeah, how can you appeal the fight and you throwing punches? Like, there's no way to appeal. And it was already a one-gamer. It's not like they gave him three games. Right. And, and he's appealing to down to it. You know what I mean? Like, it's already just a game. So, you know, they're not going to give you a $20,000 fine and let you play on Sunday. Um. Also, what happened... Not football related. Tiger versus Phil. That happened. And I missed it. I'm so mad. I got like six, seven holes in. And then. No, you were four holes in. I got a phone call to go lay sod in the rain from my dad. Like, I can't be like, oh, dad, like, I'm watching Tiger versus Phil. You need to do it by yourself. He's like 66 or something like that. Well, the sod looks good. And here's what I'm going to say. I know we talked about how excited I was for this match. Right. I'm going to say they're going to have to work out the kinks. A lot of people are saying it was a fail. There was was a lot of downtime. Mm. Like, Mm -hmm. here's what I don't need to hear. Phil Mickelson barely being able to walk to the hole. (laughs) (laughs) There was a lot of that. He was so tired. So, like. Oh, there's Danny's daughter. Remember her? She went swimming. (laughs) What? So, Tony Kornheiser, I think, made some pretty good suggestions on PTI. A couple of things that he said. One of the things he said, put them in carts. Yes. Put them in carts. And Let's so get there quicker. Yeah. Another thing is he said they should have had one of the commentators, specifically he said Charles Barkley, down there with them. Yeah, like making, Talk, being funny. Right. Talking to them, keeping the conversation. And then we should have been able to ha- like really hear them in the competitive moments. Because it's like that was the whole the whole selling point. Right. What's the was competition? There should have been some trash talk. I there should have been no shit talking. Nope, they were focused. Golf. Uh, it's just. Well, and here's the other thing. What was this weird like? We can't play commercials, so we're gonna play Samuel L. Jackson and Charles Barkley doing Credit One commercials. Uh, yeah. See, that's the part that I didn't. <laughs> oh, because you. Were I didn't get to see a lot of that. And then yeah. after I, it was over, and I found out Phil won. 
I was like, I was like, I'm going to be the only one that I'm going to be watching this by myself. Well, and then there was this weird, like, here's what everyone kept asking at the house. Who's winning money and how do they win the money? Like there's like you could hear them being like, oh, I bet you 100 grand that I'll be closer to the hole. Yeah, there was like a there were like challenges, but they weren't challenges. It was them. And then like at one point, Tiger was like, oh, I bet you I'll make it to the hole first. And Phil's like, oh, but you're already ahead of me in the lie. And then Tiger's like, oh, but you know how good you hit. And then Phil's like, no, I'm not taking that. And then. So that's the end of that. But then like, and they were giving each other. They gave each other so many putts. Yeah. No, no, no. I need you guys to play this out. I put it out. We saw Tiger miss. I saw two shots and then you guys are picking up the ball. Once we saw Tiger miss a short one early, like the rest of it should have been like, no, no, no. I need you to hit that. I need to see. That I don't. Going. I don't care if you're the, yeah. the centimeters from the hole. I yeah. need. I need you to hit that. So all of that it was, is. To it say, was a gentleman's game, and a gentleman's game is not entertaining. No, it's not entertaining. People want to see, see some happy Gilmore. Yeah. Somebody heckling yeah. from the crowd. I want to see some golf balls getting Shooter hit McGavin off. Hit off some versus shoes. happy. That's what we needed to see. It was not that. So I think the other thing, now getting back to what people came to this podcast to listen to, oh, speaking of that, this is Fantasy Binge. Yeah, you know, I've been thinking about that. We haven't been introducing ourselves. No, in the last episode we didn't. We didn't. Because I forgot, because usually I I do I keep forgetting that. So I'm your host, Tamara. I'm sitting here with... Tony James, the Fantasy Sage. And this is Fantasy Binge. You can find us on Apple iTunes as well as SoundCloud. And you guessed it, I have not put anything on... Oh, my god. Here's gosh. what I remember now. I remembered how difficult it is to upload con- like just audio content to YouTube. Like you have to convert stuff and then you have to put like a picture to it because there has to be something and then there's it's we need to just start recording the podcast. All right. And then just actually putting a video up on YouTube. All right. So that's been decided. That's what I said a long time ago. Anyway, so the other what ifs. Best I think I'm gonna make a, a, a recommendation for best touchdown, which was David and Joku. Somehow, like being body slammed into the end zone, I guess I, the best thing I could say is carried. Like he, that was a hell of a play. He like tried to jump, and the yeah. defender like caught him in between his legs, flipped him. That was oh, awesome! Who awesome was that that did the Spider Man flip? Uh, it was it was a Seahawks player. It was either uh, Doug Baldwin or Tyler Lockett, I believe. It wasn't Doug Baldwin because. It was one of them. They Where got flipped they got, in the air. They tried to hurdle because that's but the thing. Their knee this was season. actually down when they can. Like it was still dope. But well, yeah, the, no, no, no. That's they, that's the only part I'm talking about. The Spider Man. Like <laughs> but he the tried Spider-Man to keep Man. running. Like he tried to oh, keep no, no, running because no, he thought well, his knee was up. That was pretty cool. That was a pretty cool play. Uh, any any takeaways for you? No, I can't I'm, remember that far back. Well, no, there it. there just wasn't anything abnormal about the football weekend. Yeah, I guess that's um, kind of true. Thursday night games were predicted correctly. Bears did what they were supposed to do. Cowboys did what they were supposed to do. Saints did what they've been doing all season. So that wasn't anything out of the ordinary. And then everything's kind of true to form right now. So let's get into the part of the podcast where I talk about me and my teams. Mm. I left buku points. Me too. On my bench. Yeah. Kenyon Drake, on my bench. Tyler Boyd, on my bench. Uh, Who was my third person? What about you? Did you leave points on the bench? I did. I had some, I had quite a few tough start sit uh, decisions. So I missed out on Mark Ingram money. Um, I believe Mark Ingram played well this week. I missed out on DJ Moore money this week. Uh, just, you know, it was, it was tough. And champs only, I had David Njoku on the bench. Oh. Yeah. Who'd you start? Ben Watson. It was Uh, Thanksgiving. I didn't really trip. And I thought I had, I thought I had set my lineup and then it turned out I did not set my lineup. (laughs) Lamar Miller on my bench with 14, but let's be real. 
I wasn't going to play Lamar Miller. He had a good game. Who yeah. else had a good game? There was another running back. Oh, yeah, it was Kenny Drake. It was Kenny Drake you were talking about. Mm-hmm. So, so I, needless to say, I went 0-3 this week. And you know how I hate to lose. I hate to lose seeing points on my bench. Now, if you blow me out and there's nothing I could have done, I can live with that. But when I'm staring at winning players on my bench, I am hot. And so, needless to say, after Monday night, I was hot. So, in the Champs Only League, where the standings are at now, we've got... uh, I played Can't... We Can Stop Mariachi Music. He blew me out, 137 to 103. He's 11-1. I am 6-6. Raiders Mike killed Silent Ninja. I don't know what happened to Silent Ninja. 136 to 56. Raiders Mike at 5 and 7. Silent Ninja at 6 and 6. Kiki Loves Me killed, well, Team Crazy Niners <laughs> fan who clearly has just lost you, interest Dino. in the game. Appreciate you, bro. So Kiki Loves Me is at 8 and 4. Niner fan, Crazy Niner fan at 2 and 10. Team Forbes beat Miss Walker. Team Forbes 7 and 5. Walker is 2 and 10. Team Niner Walker, 132, beat Compton Bend the Knee, 46. I'd venture to say if I looked at that roster, there was probably some empty spots there. Team Niner Walker, 7 and 5, Compton Bend the Knee is 6 and 6. Team Mills beat Prestige Dripset. Ooh, he is upset about oh, that. Oh, yeah. Team Mil- Mills, now at 4 and 8. Your dad and Prestige. Just, I mean, your uncle just he just came on too late. Yeah. He, he's on a win streak right yeah, now. Yeah, he is. Prestige Dripset at 8 and 4. I love it. In the work league, <sighs> Sacto Yep I Know, Ugh. who was in first place, mm. killed me. Mm. One fifty-two to ninety-four. Oof, he yeah. is now ten and two. I dropped to eight and four. Team Taylor beats Team Hard Knocks by one point, eighty Ooh. to eighty-one. <sighs> he improves to four and eight. Team Hard Knocks goes down to five and seven. Exojet Fantasy Baller defeats Team Awesome Boy 88 to 60, improving him to 6 and 6. And Team, team Awesome Boy's defense, he did not know that Mitch Trubisky was not playing. Yeah, he got a big goose egg from Mitch Trubisky. He got a goose egg from Tyrell William, Tyrell Tyrell Williams as well. And he had Ben Roethlisberger on his bench with 19. Mm, mm, That's so messed up. Mm. Uh Team Awesome Boy goes to 8 and 4. Uh, Sack Just Win Baby beats 716 Red Buff, 120 to 97, improving him to 5 and 7, dropping 716 Red Buff to 3 and 9. Rapture 4 loses to FO Blue Chips, dropping him to 6 and 6. And Rapture, I mean, excuse me, Blue Chips improves to 5 and 7. That score was 106 to 114. And last but not least, Silver Surfing beats Victorious Secret 97 to 79, mm. improving him to 9 and 3 and dropping you to 3 and 9. Yeah. That is horrible. <sighs> and the um, Couples Therapy League, I, Big Titty Committee, lost to nothing but a Jimmy G thing. I am at sitting at 3 and 9 Sorry. now. And Fantasy Sage over here is at 12 and 0. 12 and 0. Queen baby. Anderson beats Team Nelly. They are both now sitting at 7 and 5. Nick Tastic lost to Team JC. Nick Tastic at 6 and 6. And Team JC at 6 he and 6. He took the fourth place spot this year. And Team Jackie beats Negan. Hi, I'm Negan. Uh, she is improving to 4 and 8. And Negan is dropping down to 3 and 9. This, this one is coming down to the wire. Now, the, we've got. I'm 12 and 0. Then we've got two teams at 7 and 5, holding the number two and three spots. Then we've got two teams fighting for the number four spot, both at 6 and 6. I'm not one of them, so I don't This care. is going to come down to who does what this weekend to decide who goes into the playoffs. Well, who can, whose day can I ruin? <laughs> uh, oh, I'm. <laughs> The two bottom people are playing. I'm playing Negan, so oh, this so won't yeah. matter. So, yeah, Queen Anderson is playing Team JC, so she can ruin his day. And then Team Jackie is playing Nikki. So, whoever loses that six and six, their six and six matchup is going to be out oh of the goodness. playoffs this year. That's going to be stressful. That is going to be stressful. Let's get into this news, 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 news of the day. <laughs> we don't have drops yet, so we're just going to have to make those. Right. 
All right, so I've got a long list of news here, just random. I'm going to just start rattling There's a lot of stuff going on. First thing I want to talk about is apparently it's been reported Bruce Arians says he'll come back to coach the Browns. What does this mean for Condoleezza Rice's <laughs> Listen, this is the second time this year that he's brought that up. And so Bruce is Bruce would like to come back to head coaching. I don't even really know why he retired. I think he thought his time was just done with the Arizona. That franchise was is not really mm. going in there. They should be in full rebuild mode. Um, but that would be I think that would be awesome. I think he wants to coach a real quarterback. And I think he's been watching Baker Mayfield this season. And Baker Mayfield, we watched him in hard knocks, and we watched him get his opportunity to start. We watched him go through a little bit of adversity early in the season and kind of try to find his way. And now the last two or three games, that Cleveland Browns offense is starting Mm -hmm. to tick a little bit. So I think Arians is really like, I would love to come in and coach a guy of that caliber. Well, while we're on the Cardinals, uh, their kicker's on injured reserve. I'm throwing it out there. Dawson? Yeah. Uh, I I do that on purpose into the mic. Don't edit that out. Do you? Yep. Like we're not going to edit out killing these ants. For some reason, it's been raining. We come out to the studio. There's there's a couple of scout ants on the table, so now we're going to have to spray. Yeah, got to spray. I don't think you had the Cardinals kicker, but if you did, get rid of them. Yeah, Dawson's not a bad play. That's not a team that scores a lot of touchdowns, so that's a kicker you want. Well, no, they he's get hurt. close and then they don't score, and now he's three and people to death. We kind of touched on these next few players a little bit already. Leonard Fournette suspended for one Jeez. game. So as of right now, Yeldon. yeah, you're gonna play T.J. Yeldon. Now here's here's the frustrating part, right? Let's not forget how good of a running back Carlos Hyde is. Yeah, but he – let me look at – you go ahead. And no, I'll look but up. since he's come up – well, you got to think. He got traded. He was playing fine in Cleveland. Got traded to Jacksonville, and they already have their two running backs. So he's been he's been out of the rotation pretty much. He's been scoring one point here, two points there. But now I'm scared. Oh, yeah. He was balling. Thir- he was playing just fine. 13, 11.5, 23.3, 14.2, and then the production kind of falls off a little bit. What did, when did he get traded? Week seven? Because he has zeros. Um, it was before the trade deadline. So it was around week six, I want to say. Okay. And then week seven, they didn't play him, obviously, because mm-hmm. he's got to learn. And then you're right. 1.1 by half a point, 4.4, 3.3 in this last game against Buffalo. And it's just unfortunate. Now, what I'm this is what I'm worried about. We know the boy can play. We've seen his production. So we're all thinking we're going into the well this week on free agency and saying, okay, now we can pick TJ Yeldon back up, right? Because Leonard Fournette's hurt. But Carlos Hyde is more of a three down back. And I think they went and got Hyde for the sole reason, this uh, this exact moment, if something happens to Fournette, he can take over the load and we can use um, TJ Yeldon as the passing down back. All right. I'm afraid of that. You're afraid of that for Yeldon owners. For Yeldon owners. But this might be a time to maybe go pick up, at least for this week, if you need a running back, try your, your luck on Carlos Hyde. If Leonard Fournette <laughs> comes back next week. That's tough. That's and you tough. can go ahead and drop him. Because this is to get, for a lot of people, this is to get into the playoffs. So this is, this is a rough one. All right. No Devin Funches practicing today. Today's only Wednesday, so you'll want to look no, at the practice. You know what that means. More, more. Yep. More of so more. So I had DJ Moore. Now, I will say that was one bright spot, um, a, a bright spot in my day. That's two weeks in a row. Uh, which league do I have him DJ in? DJ Moore. DJ Moore got me 20. Well, oh, this is more? a PPR. Uh, 21.3. And so, like I said a few weeks ago, when we were talking about whether or not to pick him up, whether he was fool's gold or or um, uh, fool's gold or what? fantasy gold, fantasy gold. I, I need you to remember the same. <laughs> uh, we talked about we talked a lot about how they're going to use him, and he still is using used in a lot of trick packages. He's still used as lining up in the slot. He's used in a lot of different ways, kind of how they use they used Christian McCaffrey. In a lot of different ways as well. And I think they're really starting to see his value. And Cam, I mean, they've got North Turner as an offensive coordinator. And that dude is simply amazing. So now he's coming up with some schemes and some plays to really get him involved. And he's taking full advantage. 
Dude's good. Alex Collins, day to day. This is as of today. Mm. Um, Gus Edwards. Jack Doyle, out. Like, out, out. Eric Ebron. Uh... We already talked about Mitch. Uh, he was at first. They thought he wasn't going to practice today, but he did practice today. But limited you know, capacity. You know me. You have to throw the ball for the team to win this game, and you have a shoulder injury. We'll really know come Friday. Um, I don't think, depending on who they're playing this weekend, I don't remember who they're playing. But depending on who they're playing this weekend, it might be if it's a gimme. Why play him? Chase Daniel went into Detroit. And won on primetime on Thanksgiving. They were able to sit Mitch Trubisky and still able to come away with the win. If this is another matchup where they can come up, they, they're in the division lead, right? So you don't want to put that risk that. At the same time, I don't see the Minnesota Vikings being able to catch them. So, I, look, if you can sit him another week, sit him another week, in my personal opinion. Having said that, if he starts, got to start him. I wouldn't. I would not take a chance. With someone playing with a on an injury that they just sustained the prior week, yeah, they're practicing. We're gonna throw you in this game, and this is how you end up in a Fitzmagic, Jameis Winston situation, <laughs> where you start the quarterback and they're getting pulled out halfway through the game, and now you're just stuck. All right, uh, Baldwin did not practice today, and Seattle activated McKissick off injury reserve. Baldwin? Mm-hmm. Um, is, the, is today's only Wednesday? I know it's just so it's so early in the week. Uh, we just you got to watch the practice reports, guys. Don't get caught up in the lull. If they're if these guys aren't practicing on Friday, I wouldn't take a risk on them. Now, of course, Seattle has Tyler Lockett. They've got uh, David Moore, the other Moore that we said don't mm, be fooled with. Who DJ. just flashes from time to time? Yeah. He's. Uh, Serviceable, but not Malik a guy you want to put your, your week on. Jerome Brown. So, you know. They're th- they're throwing passes to the running back. That's what they're doing. They, they When Baldwin is healthy, they use him. They use Tyler Lockett. They have a tight end shine here and there. Um, that offense is not amazing. Now, they're really starting to pound the ball on the ground. So, pay close attention to the running backs on that roster. But other than that, I, I just, their offense scares me. And just uh, just to back up a little bit, the Bears are playing the Giants this week. The Giants, who said that uh, Eli will start this week. It, it's just, they're just, they're not good. <laughs> like my, they're not good. So like, this is, was he not going to? Yeah. I didn't hear any rumors They've been that talking about it. To. They've been talking, he wasn't going to start the week that the backup got arrested. I I feel like we talked about that. Yeah, he wasn't going to start that week. But it, this is a game where you can sit Mitch Trubisky. That defense is going to go out and do their job, and Chase Daniel will manage the game just enough to not lose it. They're going to do fine. Now, McKissick, we're going back to Seattle. McKissick has been out all season, basically, on an mm-hmm. injury. So just because he's back at practice, I don't nec- I'm not necessarily – I haven't seen news yet saying that he's active to start on Sunday or anything. Right. Um, but they it sounds like Seattle sure could use him if he is. Still no fantasy value there. Mm. Uh, you know, we don't know what he's gonna what role he's gonna play in the offense, if he's gonna be on a snap count, how usable he, he really is gonna be. Don't put your playoff hopes on him. And, and you haven't had to use him all season long. I doubt you sustained anything that bad to where he's gonna be the answer to your prayers. All right. Broncos tied in I'm gonna butcher this name, Howerman. First good game. Well, and now he's hurt on injured reserve. Wow, that's un- that's unfortunate. So you can pick up, um, oh, what's his name? I'll come back to that. I have his name actually written down in, in free agents. Not to Hillman, right? Pick up. Oh, no, I actually didn't write his name down, and this is why. Because he scored 10 fantasy points this week, and that's the only week he scored in double digits. He's had a catch here, a catch here, a catch there in well, every game. Well, that's because he's a second, second tight end, second But strength. how often do they – they don't use their tight end super heavily. Who they're, okay, so they're using Emmanuel, Emmanuel Sanders. Emmanuel Sanders, they're using their two running – well, they're really just using Philip Lindsay because Royce How- Freeman – You mean Howerman didn't catch too many patches? Or you're talking about the backup The backup. End. He got 10 points. Okay, but how are they been using Howerman? 
Look go at ahead. His, go look, at his, look at his numbers. So they, Philip Lindsay, obviously great they running use Philip back. Lindsay. They hardly use Royce Freeman. They use Emmanuel Sanders. Um, they they barely they're not using Cortland Sutton the way that we expected them to use Cortland Sutton. No, not at all. But their tight end hasn't been anything spectacular this year. Otherwise, we'd have been talking about. Him. Oh yeah, no, he hasn't. <laughs> I'm saying they're not a team that really that utilizes the tight end. So, so just because he's hurt doesn't mean go pick up the the backup. I saw his fantasy production and started to put his name in the waiver wire ads, and then I looked at the rest of the numbers and was like, uh, Nah, no point. Never mind. Andy Dalton is out out. Is he? Yes. Yeah, that's right. He's oh. IR. He's on IR. That thumb is done. Now, here's the thing. Although they couldn't have just put a cast on it like Jimmy Graham. <laughs> <laughs> AJ Green is back this week. Well, he says he's back, but he was talking that last week. How much does it matter? And ended up not playing. How much does it matter? Does it matter whether he's back if Dalton's not at the quarterback position. Maybe not, because I'm also questioning now, what does this mean for Tyler Boyd? It now. all depends on, that's what, practice reports are extremely important, because we're going to know who he has, who this quarterback has a rapport with on the offense in practice running first team reps. Now, we got to see a little bit of it last week, and I don't remember if it was Tyler Boyd or if it was John Ross. I believe John Ross caught a touchdown last I week. I feel that is true. But it all depends. Soon, whenever there's a quarterback change, the one doesn't always stay the one. So I'd be a little skeptical of AJ Green this week. All right, Rex Burkhead is back, but all signs point to it means little for Sony Michelle. Sony Michelle, who had—I mean, we saw the way he got bent back over. It wasn't his ankle; it was his back. He got bent back yeah, that was in uh, the game Sunday. That was ugly. Was out, went and got the shot. <laughs> Shot him up, and then he came back. Uh, so he is expected to play this week. No concerns, no practice, no limited practice. Look, so we got to listen to how healthy Burkhead is. It just the Patriots have one of those backfields where they'll use all three guys, and they'll have a total of 200 rushing yards, mm-hmm. but each dude will have 15 carries for 75 yards. And you're hoping for you one of them who's going to get the touchdown. Mm-hmm. That's what you're hoping. And nine times out of 10, if it's in the red zone, it's James White. It's not going to be Sony Michelle or Rex Burkhead. So uh, proceed with caution. If Burkhead plays, find out if he's going to be on a pitch count or if they're going to let him sit for another week, but proceed with caution. Now, keeping on the, uh, Theme of thumbs, Deshaun Jackson getting a second opinion, but mm, he's pretty much questionable coming into Sunday's game. Djax. So what does this mean for Mike Evans? Who's going to be the quarterback? This well, when's the quarterback? Jameis is starting. Um, now I know we talked about how he doesn't throw the ball more to Cameron Brait, but Cameron Brait has a great game on Sunday. <sighs> O.J. Howard's out. Yeah. Right? So that increases Cameron Brait's production exponentially. Um, I was a firm believer in picking up Cameron Brait once O.J. Howard went on IR, and I still am. Um, I actually did that in two leagues, and it's fared me pretty well. Um, They're playing the Panthers. It depends on which Panthers defense shows up. Mm. Right? Jameis Winston could throw a long bomb to Deshaun Jackson in the first quarter, or he could not hit him at all in the game. Same thing goes for Mike Evans. Deshaun Jackson plays. So the question is, if Deshaun Jackson is out with this thumb, since everyone's thumbs are falling off this season. Against Carolina's defense, I would really look at uh, Humphreys Mm. and O.J. Howard this week more than I would look at your top-tier guys. Well, O.J. Howard's out. I mean, um, Cameron Brake. Okay, so— All right, so speaking of Jacksons, Lamar Jackson, coach says he's in, but I read an early week report yeah. that he is like a lightweight hurt yeah, too. Yeah, I was watching PTI this week, and they, they said something in regards to him looking over to the sideline last week at one point and saying, I, I can't, can't run. run. That's a very, very scary thing for a guy. In his first game out, he had 27 carries for like 117 yards. That's his bread and butter. That's what opens up things for the other running backs on that team. That's what opens up. He doesn't really go big to the wide receiver. That's why you've seen, like, Crabtree finally got a touchdown, but that was inside the red zone. Mm -hmm. And you've seen John Brown completely disappear. Yeah. He was great earlier this season. He's not going to throw the ball deep down the field to any of those guys. So if he can't run, I don't know how they win. I I don't either. Who's after him? Josh Allen? No, that's – 
Well, they're saying Flacco just might be healthy. Flacco is not going to play. Flacco just might be healthy. So, like I said last night, once Harbaugh comes out, if Lamar Jackson goes out and gets a win this week, the conversation is quickly going to switch to, oh, well, we've got to go with the quarterback that's got the hot hand. Right now, it all still sounds like, oh, we want to use them both the best that they can. They're playing against the Falcons this week. And you know what you can do against the Falcons? Run the ball. Yeah. Right? If he gets a, goes out there and rushes for another 80, 90 yards and has a couple of touchdowns, even a rushing touchdown, and they win, and now you're staring at, like, really being a wild card contender, it might be on some hot hand talk. Once they get the hot hand talk, that's when you see starting quarterbacks no longer become starting quarterbacks. Okay, I was trying to look up this, um, the most recent news on Flacco's injury, but... It's not coming up fast enough, so we can always come back to that. We can revisit that on Friday show. All right, Sammy Watkins did not practice. That's Meh. just reminding you guys that Meh. he's never going to play again this season. Marlon Mack in concussion protocol. Yeah, I saw that. Still in concussion protocol today. Again, we've got to see if he's out there in walkthroughs. And in the media portion of practice on Friday, that's going to be the, the tell-all. So you've got potentially Marlon Mack. You've got Jack Doyle mm-hmm. and Evan Ingram. Evan Ingram plays for a different team. All right. Well, let's erase him from what I just said. <laughs> Evan Ingram plays for the Giants. So um, Marlon Mack. Same blue. Same blue. Marlon Mack, Jack Doyle, which still leaves Eric Ebron. You've still oh, got. That's why I was. It's double E's. You've still got T.Y. Hilton. Uh, there's a there's there. a there's a mad there's a signs to my madness. <laughs> this is why I get confused sometimes. There's a lot of things to remember. And Andrew Luck is currently playing like a madman. Yeah, like now all of a sudden Andrew Luck is a good player. Listen, man, I'm a firm. I'm one of the first people to say when all of that Hall of Fame talk that they were talking. He's clearly going to be a Hall of Famer and he's going to leave the league with a Super Bowl that they were talking about after his first season. I was I don't see it. You go back and look at the numbers, and you say, okay, that's respectable, right? But can he sustain that? Now they finally got some protection for him. They got a great offensive line. That offensive line costs a lot of money. They're protecting him well. He's got his shoulder strength back, and it looks like all he needed to do was play some football. All that time he was babying it. He he didn't have any elasticity when he got in the beginning of this season. Well, I can't remember if we discussed this on the show too, but he like secretly re-injured himself snowboarding. He did. So when we he all did. were like, "Oh, this is taking a really right. long time," it's because he was secret hurt again. <laughs> right. And it's just like, okay, now he's gotten out there. We saw him not be able to throw the ball uh, thirty yards when he first came out there. We saw Jacoby Brissett take that final snap in the game when they needed to go seventy yards earlier in the season. Mm-hmm. But now he's out there slinging it, and it looks good. That bodes well for T.Y. Hilton and anybody else catching passes in that city. Okay, well, while we're on double E's, Evan Ingram out with a hammy. He's been in Uh, and out all year. Giants suck. So play Odell Beckham. And um, Kiki QT got hurt again Monday. That's unfortunate. That means he came back too soon. Yep. Soft tissue issues. Uh, Lion, Detroit Lions Marvin Jones is placed on injured reserve. Yeah, he's done. Uh, what does this do? Like, am I now confident Galladay. playing Theo Riddick? No. Galladay. This Theo Riddick thing just isn't going to happen for me. Well, it's a he's a wide receiver, so Marvin Jones, is his, his production is not going to really hurt or help Theo Riddick's production, but it super helps. Since when does Theo Riddick catch a ball instead of run a ball? But, no, no, no. What I'm saying is Marvin Jones is a wide receiver. Oh, oh. <laughs> Since when does Marvin Jones catch a ball and not run a ball? No, no, no. Okay. Um, so it bodes well for Kenny Galladay. We've seen him in the last couple of weeks. He's the guy now. And he's actually settling into that role very well. So if if I'm not mistaken, when they traded away Golden Tate, uh-huh. I said Kenny Galladay has the potential to slide into the number one spot in Detroit. I swear all this time. Not, not all this time. I realized it a couple weeks ago. In my mind, Golden Tate was a running back. Oh, my God. I know. I know. You don't have to make fun of me. I do so. a fantasy football podcast and still can't get it together. <laughs> so, uh, again, you're playing Kenny Galladay. Um, you're going to play. Is, what's going on with carry-on? 
Last I saw, he was questionable. Uh, but I'm, I don't know what's going on with the knee. If he's there's, out. There's no new injury news as of right now. If he's out, then. They're hiding it. They're hiding it the way uh, the Giants hit Evan Ingram. I was really upset last week, <laughs> and I said it all game. I said, we didn't talk about LeGarrette Blount. Oh, when yes. we did our Wednesday show before Thanksgiving, I said, damn it, we didn't talk about LeGarrette Blunt. And I meant to bring him up because he's out there on waivers in a lot of leagues. And when they go to two back sets, you know what happens? They let the one back be the bell cow all the way to the 10-yard line. And then you know who they give the ball to? LeGarrette Blunt, because he's going to get you yep. 10 yards. And he scored two touchdowns in the game on Thanksgiving, if I'm not mistaken. That dude is a racehorse inside the 20s in the red zone. Ooh, breaking news. Gus Edwards did not practice today due to an ankle injury. Oh, that's no good. <laughs> that's no good. So if Gus Edwards doesn't play this and Alex Collins doesn't play, that means we might see uh, Buck running. Allen. We are not going to see, but I dare Javarius it's Allen. <laughs> To play to got, do anything on that's Sunday. who it's got to be. He's not a bad back. He's no, but just he's not just, a starter. Yeah, although like two seasons ago he was a great starter. Uh, you, we, we might see a Buck Allen siding on Sunday if neither one of those guys go. And again, they're playing the Falcons, so might be the best hunt. Mm. <clears throat> All right. I don't know which is the bigger news, so I'll just guess. Melvin Gordon, MCL sprain. The team is saying, oh, he's going to be week to week, but really that means he's out for like three or four weeks. Listen, this is prime Austin Eckler real estate. He He's a plug-in here running back. It's perfectly fine to put Austin Eckler because he can catch passes just like Melvin Gordon. He can run in between the tackles just like Melvin Gordon. He can do all of the things. He can pass block. He can do all of the things that Melvin Gordon does, some of which he can do a little bit better. Um, So if you're able, if you're the Melvin Gordon owner, please go out and get Austin Eckler if he's still available on waivers and start him. And ESPN platform, he's like 79% owned. Yeah, I guarantee you that happened this week with waivers clearing yeah, on, and, t- on Tuesday. And somehow had an amazing game this week, 21.3 yeah, points. points. That's why I said. In PPR. Pl- plug him in. He's, he's go time. And if they can preserve Melvin Gordon until the playoffs, they will. Because they want him to be ready to go when it's time for them to rev up against those big AFC opponents. And they literally have, like, no one else after that. Uh, uh, Justin Jackson? I don't That's even know who That's who other people is. are talking about picking up just in case something happens to Austin Eckler. Okay. We don't know how long Melvin Gordon's really going to be out. But people, we, are, people are saying at least week 17, which is past. I mean, yeah. for real well, football. Yeah, fantasy's over. But for fantasy, it's not going right. to do any good. And so Justin Jackson, they're saying they're going to split carries. I don't believe that. I believe Austin Eckler is the guy. Do you think this means more potential for old man Gates? <laughs> I saw him catch a few passes this weekend, too. You got to be careful with Antonio Gates, man. Because we, we talked about, I, I picked that one right, actually, the game that he was worth a, a play. He played well. He got a touchdown, caught a bunch of passes. He's a spot start that you never really want to put your money on unless you really got a feeling. If you really got a feeling, if this looks like an Antonio Gates kind of game, then he's got high upside. He's got high upside, but you, he can also get you two and ruin your whole week. He <laughs> just, you yeah. know, big that's, boom, that's big bust. That's what Ben bust. Watson did for me. In the meantime, I've got David Njoku sitting on my bench. And here's the thing. I picked up Ben Watson when Njoku was on a bye. And then, like, Njoku hadn't really been doing anything, so I was like, F it. Might as well leave Watson in and see what happens. And I don't know why I still have Watson. You're a week early. You were a week early. He's going he's gonna to fly this week. We're going to talk about him a little bit in the game preview. So um, <clears throat> Philadelphia is talking about starting Josh Adams. Yeah. Um, I believe they started him last week. 
Okay, well, they're going to start him and again. they put him like 15 fantasy points. So what did Wendell do? So this is over Corey, Corey Over Clement Corey Clement, over Wendell, Wendell Smallwood. Smallwood. He's the better back. And Doug Peterson is finally seeing that Josh Adams is the better back. So if you had Corey or Wendell. Sucks to be you. <laughs> Sucks go to ahead be and, you. and get rid of him. I wouldn't hold on to him. But, I, I mean, there's always the potential that a guy's going to get hurt, right, or something, something's going to happen. But I don't see that as a shared backfield any longer. I believe he's the clear one, and I think they're going to continue to use him that way. So if you need him, might be a sneaky sneaky pickup, sneaky start. Yep. I started him last week in the league. Oh, good for you. Yep. Him and Gus Edwards. I had to. I <laughs> Our listeners could have had the benefit of that advice had you just I, recorded a quick Saturday I show. I know. Uh, Chris Thompson. We, uh, but we talked about waivers on the Wednesday show, and I said to pick them up. Chris Thompson and uh, uh, I was going to say Isaiah Crowell. What is Jamison Crowder? Jamison Crowder. Okay. Well, because then I call Jameis Winston, Jameson, and then it's, you know, it's the whole thing. Uh, they're back at practice. Ooh. Doesn't mean that's today. That's recent news today, back at practice. <clears throat> I worry. I worry about Chris Thompson's production. He's the, he's a pass catching back there because Adrian Peterson's playing okay football. Uh, he's protected the ball well the last couple of weeks, but Chris Thompson is a better, is a better pass catcher, and that's the production that he had when he was in the game, especially – when you played against defenses that have good run defenses and Adrian P you know, Adrian Peterson can go from six yards of carry to two and a half yards of carry in a game, depending on that Russian defense. Um, and that's when Chris Thompson has value. So, which is why he, he really, really needs to be healthy. Uh, I don't think it'll take carries out of Adrian Peterson's pocket. It really just depends on game script. All right. Kenyon drink, Kenyon drink. Kenyon Drake, Drake. Uh, reaggravated his shoulder injury on Sunday. So even though he had a good game, he left early. Uh, as of right now, there's no updated practice news, no updated injury news other than, yeah, we've got a problem here. They're playing the Bills. I don't want any pieces of that Miami offense anyway. Uh, Enough said. Don't start them if you were planning on it. Don't do it. I, I think I'm going to go with this news first. Jordan Reed did not practice Monday, was seen in street clothes, but made sure to tell everyone he is not in concussion protocol. <laughs> <laughs> this dude stays in concussion protocol. No, he's it's a, it's a different injury this time. Um, he, and he, oh, man. He, might, he stays in per- concussion protocol and stays hurt. It's unfortunate because I like Colt McCoy had a good game. And he was going to Jordan Reed. And Jordan Reed, in my to ever be ever anything in my mind again, had to have caught that ball and then run it in for a touchdown score. I, look, man. And then said, you like that? Like, that's what would have had to happen for me to be like, OK, OK, Jordan, you're right. It's a, it's unfortunate that this always happens to him. But this is what you live with and die with Jordan Reed when you draft him. Um, at this point, I've seen him on a lot of waiver wires. I've picked him up on a couple. If he plays, I'm playing him. That's just me. There's not too many other tight ends that can get you eight. And if you can get eight out of Jordan Reed, that's a good week. Is it? It is. Tight ends ain't balling like that. If you don't have Travis Kelsey. Jordan Reed. Yeah, Jordan Reed used to be a Zach Ertz or Travis Kelsey. He used to be right, but there's only three of those caliber backs now. Gronkowski, Not even Gronk George anymore. Kittle, Zach Ertz, Travis Kelsey. If you don't have one of those guys, you want eight. Eight to ten from your tight end. That's what you're getting. You're not getting 20. Well, Ben Watson got me two and a half, so I guess you're right. <laughs> you know, again, every now and then some of those guys will show up and have great games. But consistently, none of those dudes are balling like that. So I forgot about this part, and I should have talked about this in the news of the week. So this morning, we were watching Good Morning Football mm-hmm. and heard a debate on whether uh, Ben Roethlisberger was throwing shade on Antonio Brown, saying he wished he would have passed all the balls to Juju Smith-Schuster. You know... Now let's look at Ode- I, let's look at Antonio Brown's I production because like we names. can all agree. Well, neither do I. He's you know 
allegedly been accused of, you know, some stuff that leads me to call him something that I might not want to call him on this show if we plan on doing big things. So you know what you did, Ben. (laughs) You and God. (laughs) She knows. Right. Um, Antonio Brown. I mean, he's... I'm not going to say he's boom or bust, no. but he's not getting you what you were used to him giving you in the last season. So I'm just going to run him off. 19.8, 11.2, 14, 14.7, 25.1. That's a big game. 19, bye week, 22.4, 12 18.6, 20.2, 11.2. What are you talking about? Listen, you he have... Had, he had a lot more solid... He had a lot more over 20... But you have such an unrealistic expectation... No, I... No, no, no. The of people fantasy who, production. No, no, the people who drafted him first overall in their league has bet more expectation than this. If, if he that's gives me saying. 12 in a tough matchup, that's a thing. You, These guys are not going to put up 20 every week. Okay, so 12 against Baltimore, that's a tough that's matchup. That's a good at, that's one of the top defenses in the league. Okay, 11.2 against Kansas City. Okay. 14 against Tampa Bay. You're telling me that's a 11.2 against Denver. I just don't 14 is a good fantasy day. Not from somebody you took yes, number 1 in your Yes, it is. Top. Yes, You're it is. You're expecting at least 20 each week. No. That's that's unrealistic expectation. If you're like expecting a, 20 a week, that I'm is an unrealistic that's poll. unrealistic. If that happens, you're killing fools every week. So when that happened last year with Alvin Kamara, when that was happening last year with Deshaun Watson, when that was happening well, this year with No, but I'm saying, these are anomalies. This is not normal production. Especially the more and more that we get into these seasons, this is not normal production. Then, in my opinion, he's a a third, maybe fourth round pickup. Then, like OBJ. Wow. Yeah, no. When you put him in comparison with the rest of the wide receivers in the league, what is he ranked? That's what I'm about to do right now. So you go ahead and fill. So I'm I'm just saying. Listen, these guys are gonna have. What are deemed to be like that's a bad 11 is a bad game, 12 is a bad game. If that's a bad game for him, that's a lot of people's average. That's what a lot of people are giving you every week. So if that's a bad game, you're winning. Just my opinion, he's got to be top five, got to be top five in fantasy production wide receivers this year. Adam Thielen is going to be number one, but he's got to be top five. Okay, hold on. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It, it's it, oh no, that's as of that's at the beginning of the league of the year. You can look at his rank on uh on oh, on oh. ESPN. Okay, let's do that. You're right. I can look at only wide receivers and then rank them. Yeah. Are you pulling that up? Yeah, I'm trying to find it now. All I'm saying is, was Ben throwing shade at Antonio Brown by basically saying. Juju was the better, you know, wide receiver on Sunday. The debate on on Good Morning Football, and of course, somehow. Oh. So so he is five. Okay. Number one is Tyreek Hill. Okay. With an average of twenty two point one points. Okay. Thielen has an average of nineteen point one. Okay. Devonte Adams is third with an average of eighteen point two. How dare Devonte Adams sneak his way in? Michael third. Thomas. With an average of 17.7 and Antonio Brown with 17, average of 17.2 and bringing up sixth ahead of DeAndre Hopkins is Julio Jones with an average of 17.1. How did Julio manage that? Because he doesn't score touchdowns. He just gets yards, yards upon yards, yards and catches. So in PPR leagues, he's still getting you gold. Okay, I stand corrected. I still feel like Antonio Brown should be giving you around 20, which he is. Surprisingly, Tyler Lockett is ninth. Mike Evan is 10th. Interesting. I don't know if I would have put them in that order or that close to the top. I wouldn't have put Tyler Lockett that close to Uh the top for sure. Not Mike Evans either. Anyway. All right. So that's been settled. It's been debated and settled. (laughs) Antonio Brown is the wide receiver. We thought he was. Top five. And it sounds like Ben is talking a little ish. Uh, You know, it. It's, it's one thing to get your players fired up. And I was watching NFL Live today, and they were making a very good point. When you go out on, on, in a press conference and you say, we lost today. We could have done some things better on offense. We could have done A, B, and C. 
this side of the ball didn't play too well. It's different than saying this guy. Right. This is this is not you well, going up to this guy and having that conversation with him in the locker room. Well, You're and, single-handedly in the media. And well, and Ben's not saying Antonio Brown played like crap. What he's saying is I should have threw the ball to Juju. But why? Because Antonio Brown's playing like crap. We've gotten lost in why I brought this up. I brought all of this up because Vance McDonald is injured. <laughs> what? <laughs> so what does this mean for Jesse James? <laughs> it all circles back around. Um, again, serviceable with Vance McDonald out. Uh, it, 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 are they playing a team with a good pass rush? If so, the tight end's going to be used as an extra pass blocker. That's really all that it is. If they're playing against a team that... He's not out. He's just injured. Doesn't have that good of a pass rush, then no, I would not start a tight end on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm-hmm. Because either just apparently depends. Antonio Brown or Juju Smith is going to get the ball. Or James Conner. Or James Conner. Who hasn't been playing? Well, I'm not going to say He's been struggling a little bit. Apparently to you, not, getting not, eight he's points been, as well. He's been struggling a little bit. I've had to start him in a couple of leagues a few weeks in a row, and I've been a little bit a little disappointed with his production, Fair. given what he was doing for me earlier in the year. And fantasy footballers say they're not worried. This week he's going to make a comeback. Yeah, we'll see. Who are they playing this week? Uh, Pittsburgh, you look that up while I introduce the final news of the day. Your favorite, my favorite, the only person you hate more is Matt Ryan, Matty Ice himself, Blake Bortles, benched. Benched. About time. Benched. They're playing the Chargers, by the way. The Steelers are playing against the Chargers with no Melvin Gordon. So it's going to be interesting. Um, Who cares? They waited too late to do this. They should have never signed him to an extended contract last year. Uh, He has good games here and there, but as far as, like, real football goals, he's not good. He's not good. He's never been good. They were fooled by how great that defense was last year. It got him all the way to the AFC Championship. Blake Bortles was never good. They should have cut him. Is your son going to be hurt by this move? Uh, Look, nah, because they might win again. (laughs) Right? This might be for the better. Who are they starting? Cody Kessler. Cody Kessler. Bet Cody Kessler goes out and get. Who are they playing this week? Colts. Cody Kessler's going to stun the Colts this week. (laughs) That's my bold prediction of the week, Dan. The Jags are going to get a W. All right. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. All right. So that's all the news I have. We literally did an hour of news. Mm, No, we started news around 27. Dang. So now I got to go fast. Yeah, let's get into it. Well, we only should be doing Thursday night. And waivers. Yeah. So well, waivers already cleared today. Well, yeah. I, I'm just gonna. I know go, we have uh, this discussion each week. Each week. So I'm just gonna go quick. Austin Eckler, we talked about him. T.J. Yeldon, we talked about him. Lamar Jackson, if you haven't picked him up yet, if he plays this week, get him. Marcus Mariota, pick him up. He's been playing well. Doug Martin has been a consistent back for the Raiders. Pick him up. We talked about Detroit and getting Legarrette Blunt. Can we pause real quick over Jalen Richard? Yes. I feel like they've been yes. splitting. Um, nope. Production. Doug Martin's been the guy. Okay. Um. LeGarrette Blunt, if Carrion does not play. Josh Adams. Uh, Josh Reynolds is an interesting one. L.A. Rams wide receiver. Over the last, uh, I want to say three games. This is while um, Cooper Cup. Cooper since, Cup's Coop, since Cooper Cup's been hurt, he's had 14 receptions on 18 attempts for 178 yards and four touchdowns. He may be a guy that they're really going to start working into that offense. He's a guy that's, that you should definitely keep an eye on, especially for Week 16 when the Rams are undoubtedly going to be sitting starters. In the same three-week period, just in case you were questioning, Brandon Cooks, 9.8. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Uh, 20.4, 21.9, 14.7. Mm-hmm. So just in case you were wondering, it sounds like with Cooper Cup out, Either one might be viable. They've all kind of set, taken a step up. Robert Woods has been playing better with Cooper Cup. They throw the ball around a lot. And in the games, we've seen them not use Todd Gurley as much as we're used to expecting them to use with his ankle injury that they never talked about. Like, these guys are going to be getting a whole lot of the football. Um, Baker Mayfield, 
Spencer Ware. Now, I say Spencer Ware for one reason and one reason only. Because you're trying to revive him from the dead? One reason only. Because come week 16 in your fantasy football championship week, they will sit Kareem Hunt halfway through the game. They are going to be the number one seed in the AFC, especially if the Patriots lose again. They will have home field advantage throughout the playoffs, and they will be getting a bye. There's going to be no reason for them in week, maybe week 17, but possibly as early as week 16 if they can clinch. Remember, they're 10 and 1. There's no reason for them to be playing their starters. Spencer Ware in week 16 will be on fantasy championship rosters. Mark my words. Is this your bold prediction? One of them. All right. Uh, for tight ends, Jonu Smith is starting to look like the truth in Tennessee. And given the injury news with our favorite tight end to love to hate, pick up Vernon Davis. <laughs> Stop playing with Jordan Reed. Let's let him just go down into the green fantasy football pastures and hibernate for the rest of the football season. We're going to go drop him off to, at a farm. <sighs> yep. <laughs> All right. Thursday night. We got a good one. New Orleans Saints 10 and 1 against the 6 and 5 Dallas Cowboys. Both teams are currently at the top of their divisions and this game has a 53 point over under. Um Cowboys are fighting to stay at the top of the NFC East. And you know what? This is what I wrote. I wrote it will not happen this week against the Saints. I said, though, though Dallas is rolling with their new firepower in Amari Cooper, the Saints' offense will be too much for them to handle. Amari Cooper having a crazy-ass game against Washington. He's had like three games in a row. Okay. Week 9 against Tennessee, 14.3. Against Philadelphia, 10.5. He only had 5.1 uh, against Atlanta. And against Washington last week, Eight for 180 and two touchdowns receiving, 34 points. Uh, he has really opened up that offense. He takes the top off of defenses, and, say, and it has really opened up things for Ezekiel Elliott and vice versa. The Dallas Cowboys offense is, is off and running. And though I wrote all of that earlier, the more I thought about this game, mm-hmm. the more I thought the Saints have to disappoint us eventually. I don't think they're going to go into into the playoffs as a one-loss team. Okay. Is this the week? This is the perfect week for them to march into Dallas and to disappoint. The Dallas Cowboys are on a roll. They just took over the division lead from Washington, and they want to keep it. The rest of their schedule is Tampa Bay, Carolina, Steelers, Pan- and then Carolina again. Carolina again. again. If they lost to the Steelers, it wouldn't be disappointing because the Steelers are, uh, when they play, like they play, but I believe that game is in New Orleans, so we're not going to see the same Big Ben mm-hmm. that we're going to see. Um, and the Saints I, are at home against Tampa Bay. I just Bay don't at- think Carolina can beat them, and neither can Jameis Winston. I think maybe, maybe Carolina can beat the Saints at home. but I think we're going to be stunned this week. Um I think Dallas might sneak a very close last second win this tomorrow night, and we're all going to be disappointed by it. Um, with that said, I would play Dak. I would play Zeke. I would play Amari Cooper, Breeze, Alvin Kamara, Thomas, and Benjamin Watson. Okay. All right. Dallas is 26th against the tight end, where they are eighth, excuse me, fourth against the wide receiver okay so it may be possible that we see michael thomas and traquan smith possibly get a little shut down we see but michael thomas always finds a way to get open so this just might not fare well for the likes of brandon marshall because i think this is going to be his first introduction into the office and it's not going to bode well for traquan smith um so i would sit mark ingram i would sit traquan smith I would sit Michael Gallup, and if you were considering starting Brandon Marshall this week, don't be a fool. Okay. That's what I got. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. So last thing I want to talk about, I know we're coming to the end of a kind of a long show, is uh, Fool's Gold, our fantasy gold. And this this episode, I wanted to talk about D.D. Westbrook. Mm. I don't know yet. Um. We have to see what Cody Kessler brings to that offense. 
because we could see somebody else emerge. We talked about uh, Keelan Cole way in the in the offseason saying he could emerge as the number one. We talked about Dante Moncrief coming to that team and us really not knowing who the number one wide receiver was. Now, with Blake Bortles in the last couple of weeks, we've seen D.D. Westbrook catch some serious passes and even get a couple of touchdowns. Mm-hmm. But we're starting a new quarterback now. Yeah. So that's not the time to put your money on a guy that was playing well with the other guy. (laughs) (laughs) That's not the time to do it. So you just have to, let's wait and see what he looks like and go from there. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. Tomorrow you are hopefully tonight or tomorrow before the game starts, you'll pick up some of these people off waivers. If you need them, if you're suffering uh, injuries from anyone we talked about in the news segment, uh, Thursday night, New Orleans against Dallas. Uh, Dallas. We may see a New Orleans upset. And we will see you guys here again. I will say Saturday, but we might drop it Friday. Full game previews, all of the rest of the games. And next week, we will be talking about the players that you should be playing in your fantasy playoff matchups. All right. Good luck to you all. Peace out.